How can it be that the federal government gave 858 individuals who'd been ordered deported, criminals, mind you, how can it be that they gave them citizenship after they couldn't figure out who the heck they were? And these are people from dangerous countries. Hi, Dan Stein. We're here talking again about vetting, as promised. And I'm here again with Matt O'Brien, Fair's Director of Research, who also has a strong background in fraud, fraudulent, fraud, fraudulent IDs and document security. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. So the key word in this story, which we'll discuss in a minute, seems to be interoperability. We hear this kind of stuff going on, and we're told that Americans are safe. The main reason why Congress decided to consolidate agencies under the Department of Homeland Security was because the agencies weren't talking to one another, that there were data deficiencies, how records were kept, and that the whole concept behind DHS consolidation was to create interoperability, update record keeping, digitize, and, and modernize the whole system. So tell us what happened here and tell us why it's significant. Dan, this is a classic example of the silo effect in government. So even though the Department of Homeland Security was created to address all of these issues, it's still three separate agencies with authority over immigration who then need to coordinate with other agencies like the Department of State, the Department of Justice. As a result of that, you have everyone constantly trying to develop new systems and use new technologies. But as a result, sometimes records get lost in a shuffle or things don't get ingested properly or they become difficult to retrieve. Right. Well, yeah, but in the end, why do you want to give out naturalization documents to people whose identity you can't verify verify through record keeping? In 1996, the Clinton administration was accused in a program called Citizenship USA of bum-rushing through naturalizations when they hadn't gotten back the fingerprints from the FBI. So, in fact, they were actually giving citizenship to criminals. And here it is happening all over again. What is this telling us about the integrity of the vetting process? There is no integrity to the vetting process. I actually worked on Citizenship USA back in the day. Uh, it was a mess, and all of us who were working on it felt the same way. We didn't know who any of the applicants were or what they had been up to. And this illustrates the problem. I think in this particular circumstance, USCIS didn't know that it didn't know who these people were. And that's a result of a rush to approve applications to keep immigrant constituents happy uh, and to do things as quickly as possible and, uh, and appear to be welcoming to immigrants uh, without taking the time to protect the American public from potential problems. Right. So USCIS can just revoke the citizenship like that, right? Unfortunately, no. Once citizenship is conferred, uh, unless there is obvious evidence of fraud, it can Which be very... Which there is, right, in this case? Well, we don't know because we don't know exactly uh, what the records were and what the circumstances were. But historically, the U.S. attorneys have been very reluctant to uh, go forward with denaturalization proceedings because they perceive there being a number of civil rights issues that can arise. Yeah, but this is manifest fraud on its face. You have people who've gotten professional driver's licenses, aviation pilot licenses, using new names, different names. Surely this is fraud on its face. This has to go actually be adjudicated in federal court. Arguably, USCIS could use its administrative denaturalization power, which enables them 
in the face of blatant fraud to strip naturalization as they would any other fraudulent benefit application. Unfortunately, there's a Ninth Circuit decision that USCIS appears to be very afraid of. And even though the other circuits haven't ruled on this, USCIS is abiding by the Ninth Circuit decision holding that citizenship is a fundamental right and it can't be stripped without a court hearing in the federal courts. So whether it's naturalizing aliens or admitting refugees or parolees from various countries around the world, this country can't afford to make a mistake. No, it can't. Uh, Given the countries that these individuals are from and the fact that many of them were deported for having committed serious crimes, uh, this is one of the most frightening reports that the inspector general has ever issued. And how can the politicians give us assurances of the public safety that there's effective vetting? I think the politicians don't understand the process and it would behoove them to investigate further what actually goes on and how applications move through the system. Well, hope you go to FAIR's website for more information. And again, I'm here with Matt O'Brien, FAIR's Director of Research, and he has a very long storied career, including time at USCIS working on and designing anti-fraud systems, so he knows about which he speaks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks.